everyone and welcome back to Kicking It With Kelsey. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited for this episode. I've been waiting for quite some time to finally get in the studio with my sis. Um, today I have Makaya Keener, the Makaya Keener, <laughs> <laughs> um, joining me today. And I'm, I call this episode No Gray. And it's going to get a little deep. I'm already let y'all know that. But I felt like she was perfect for this. She is doing a lot in the city, a lot in the community. She is a ordained minister at a very young age at that. So I know it's a lot of pressures that come with, you know, getting saved and deciding to, you know, be a Christian and follow Christ and just make a complete change in your life. So I feel like she will be the perfect person to come on this show and talk about that and to just um, shed some light on some of the, the struggles and the challenges that it takes to, you know, to just take a step and just to do better and live a better life. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. First of all, thank you so much for thinking of me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, and like Kelsey said, my name is Makaya Keener. I'm 21 years old. I am a minister at Triumph Church. I serve under the leadership of Pastor Solomon Kenlock. I have been in ministry for about over four years now. Um, I'm an advocate for the city of Detroit, just trying to get as many people saved and get to many people as I can to Jesus Christ. So that's who I am. And that's I what I do. I love it. I love it. Thank and you, And the girl. thing about you is, like, when I first met you, I was just like, like, when when I, your presence kind of took me back and reminded me so much of when I was young and I was, mm -hmm. like, on fire for God. And the light that you have is just so evident. Like, when people see you, they can just tell it's something different about this girl. But you still dress like everybody else. You know, you're still <laughs> yeah. down to earth. You're still just authentically you. And I know sometimes that can come off to people as, Oh, well, she don't look like a Christian or she don't mm -hmm. look like somebody that's following God. Like, what what is your take on that? Because I know that can be like kind of hard. So to... that's my thing. I don't know what a Christian looks like. You get what I'm you saying? Know. So yeah. I don't think that a believer is supposed to be modified or dimmed down to one certain look. So, I mean, because I don't wear like long skirts or, you yeah. know, like long <laughs> oversized dresses. Does that mean that I don't look like a Christian? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Today, I have on a t-shirt and leggings. Does that mean that I'm going to hell because I decided to wear leggings today? You know what I mean? So I just feel like people have to take the stereotypes off of religion in general because yes. I know it can yes. be like a really touchy thing and a really touchy topic. I just feel like we as people have to be less judgmental and just let people live as they please as long as it's not displeasing to God. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree. Yes. And I know it's hard just because, definitely because you're young. You know, you just turned yes, 21. Exactly. I'm, I'm just thinking about what I was doing at 21. It's like, <laughs> I know it got to be hard. Like, you're probably, hard. you're so tempted, you know, you got to yeah. disconnect from certain people who I'm sure that you've been around, you know, throughout high school and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, how hard was it for you? Well, first of all, I just want to know, like, at what at what moment did you realize, hey, look, something is different about me. I mm -hmm. want to be different. I want to take this step. Like, kind of walk me through that. Okay, so it kind of gradually happened. I went to Oak Park. I graduated from Oak Park in 2016. So it kind of happened in my senior year of high school. That's when things started changing for me. That's when I started going to Triumph Church. 
that's when I started to get more deeper into my word and learn about God. So it kind of gradually happened over my senior year. But when I finally made the change, I went like cold turkey on people, on things, on places. I was like, I'm done. I quit. I'm not hanging with y'all no more. But that only lasted for a little while. I think I should have kind of like slowly walked into my walk with Christ. You get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because even though I cut those people off, even though I stopped doing certain things, even though I stopped going certain places, that doesn't mean that the desire to do it had left. You know, so I had to deal with the desire and it was like a flesh versus spiritual battle. And a lot of days my flesh will win. You get what I'm saying? Mm So I just had to learn how to really take control of my thoughts and my flesh to not only be set free but to stay free yeah and see I, that that make a lot of sense with you, what you just said like to stay free like mm-hmm. I just remember when I first got saved I probably was like 22 or 23 mm-hmm. years old and I knew that it was something different inside of me and this is what I tell people is usually like your point of conviction that makes you want to just yep. turn over. You start to feel guilty. Yeah. You start to feel the guilt and the shame yeah. about everything. And you just get that... tired, too. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. the things that I'm doing, the place that I'm going, it's doing nothing for me. Like, right. I don't even, it doesn't even feel good no more. I'm not even having fun no more. So I knew right. that it was time for something different. And that initial spark and that initial fire, sometimes mm-hmm. it does wear off. So it's almost like we have to make a conscious decision to be like, no, I remember the way that it made me feel then. So let mm-hmm. me continue to fight for that same feeling every single day because right. like that freedom you know if you could just think about when you first first got yeah, saved like that fire good, it's, it's a, a good feeling. it's an indescribable feeling like you can't even describe it it's an unexplainable feeling I so agree. i know exactly what you mean yes i agree I and mean, it's hard definitely you know coming from where when we're, where we're from you know yes. the city of detroit is like it's so much temptation it's so mm-hmm. much It's so easily to get distracted. Yes, and that's what I I was just talking about that with somebody the other day. And I was saying, like, it's all about your character. Your character really defines everything. Because even the city that we live in, but, like, the world that we live in, all the secular music, all the vixen models, all the half-naked girls on Instagram, all the guys that, you know, want to scam and do this and do that. Like, you can't get caught up in a trap just because stuff look good doesn't mean that it's good for you. You you know what I mean? So, it's all about not falling into what looks like it's popping because it's popping for a second but only what you do for Christ will last. I agree and I say that all the time. Yep. And then I try to explain to people like just because you get saved like that does not mean that your life is just over. You exactly. know it's like, like, it yes. like what's for like I just feel like <laughs> I want to be a good person. It's mm-hmm. not even about following a church or fo- it's, it's really about me wanting to be known for something better. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to be known for having a good heart and loving people and helping bring people out of yes. darkness. I don't want to be known for the party chick that's at every club every exactly. weekend. So it's like, it's it's other things that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Not only your salvation and, you know, your promise at right. the end of life. It's also about you walking your daily life and just being able yeah. to have peace. Like, it's so much other stuff that come with yes. being saved that the world don't talk about. It's always just like, oh, the you saved stuff. now. You can't yeah. do this no more. You can't do that no more. You can't look like this. You can't dress mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, if we had just get this religion and all of these titles knocked mm-hmm. off and, and take it for what it really is, like that relationship yeah. with God and all the things that come with having that relationship, that's what it's really about. Absolutely. I think people are too religious. I really, religious. I think people are too religious. And I think that people will point the finger at you about the same stuff that they do in private. And that's yep. the problem. Just like, because they're not doing it publicly. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the problem. Like I get people all the time that have something 
to say about me. I can be listening to a secular song. People will tell me that I'm a false preacher. I'm not real. I'm going to hell. It's over. (laughs) I should not be preaching. I am leading people to hell because I'm listening to Chris Brown. Like People will really go there with me. People will tell me that. I had somebody tell me that because I I wore makeup, that I am like completely wrong. I had people tell me that I should only wear skirts. Like There's no way in the world that I should be wearing pants. I had people tell me that a woman should not speak in church. Like, no, you need to like go and sit down. Like, so people are gonna always have something to say. People are gonna have something to say whether you're doing something good or whether you're doing something bad. So you might as well just keep doing what you're doing and just don't allow people's opinions to get to you. Cause I allowed it to get to me. And I will be on swing mode with people like, <laughs> let's meet up. Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> Cause I do not, I don't, I, I don't like people talking about me. I don't, but that is what comes with it. When you put yourself out there to be a public figure, whether you are a preacher or a politician or a musician, whether you, when you put yourself out there, that's it. You have opened the door for people to talk about you. And you as a person, when you are held to a higher standard, when you are held to a, held to a higher calling, you have to be cognitive and careful of how you respond. Exactly because true. even though that, you know, this person might say this about me or that about me, it's how I respond that says a lot more about me than it does about them. And you never know who's looking because every time I do respond to people I have tons of people DMing me like hey sis delete that you know you never know who's watching so that's where I'm at with it now like I know that I I'm gonna have haters regardless and then it's so hard because it's like social media (laughs) it made everything so much worse because everybody just portrayed this perfect life on social media and it's not perfect yes and it's like you like you do you 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 got to be careful what you post and what you say and it's Mm -hmm. like can I live exactly it's like can i live like exactly i I am still a human being Mm -hmm. like yeah i have a spiritual gift i have a relationship with god but i'm still gonna dress the way i want to dress i'm still gonna dress fly i'm just not you know out here degrading myself and my character and my integrity is still Mm -hmm. it still comes first place in my life yep but that doesn't make me any less any less because i'm still i am who i am and it's a re i feel Mm -hmm. like another thing is when god appoints certain people it's because they look a certain way, and it's because they have a certain yeah, type of Yeah, it's the people platform. you would never expect. Exactly. Yep. That, that's the that's the beautiful thing in it. Like, mm-hmm. I would have never thought that little Kelsey from Joy Road, yes, like, they used girl. to be. Like, I would have never thought that. <laughs> if you told me that I would be doing what I'm doing now, like, mm-hmm. back you then, I'd probably it. be like, girl, I wasn't even going to church <laughs> in high school. Like, right. I was like, I'm cool. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it just goes to show that yes. no and matter like, what type of walk of life you're from, or no matter what you've done in your past, like, God has a plan, mm-hmm. and he, like, those are always the best stories yes and we and got that reach too yes you know what i'm saying so and even with you saying that like well if you would have told me when i was in <laughs> oak park cutting up that i would be preaching and i was getting suspended every other day i was meeting up girls to fight i was mm-hmm. i you girl i used to do so much stuff i mean i used to do dumb stuff like stuff that really could have landed me in jail yeah. like for real like stupid stuff and i used to be my problem is like when i was younger i used to be all about money like i got my first job when i was like 12 years old and i wish my mama would have never let me do it because like once i started seeing like that little money i just i got addicted to it when you're 12 years old even if it's something as low well as like 50 dollars, that's a lot to you because you're a kid yeah. and so i started to learn like how to hustle when i was in high school i was like making refer cards for kids girl I was making money after school I was selling candy and I was I was only thinking about money so like if you would have told me when I was doing all of that that I would have transitioned into being a preacher I would have been like no way it's no way possible not me so I know what you mean yeah but it's still amazing because you know it's like 
it's people who can identify with who you used to be. Mm-hmm. And they some of them are still still who you used still to there. be. So yep. it's like when they see you and they see the difference and they like, dang, mm-hmm. like, what was it? How did you change? How are you this person? I know? And that's your chance to be like, mm-hmm. but God, like I met God. I met, you yeah. know, I was saved and this is what changed my life because I wouldn't have been able to do this on my own. Right. That's you know why I'm saying? glad like I didn't grow up being too churchy and like out of people's reach because now that I have experienced certain things in the past or I've done certain things, I'm able to relate to people Mm -hmm. and people are able to relate to me. So like it's nothing for me to sit down and have a conversation with a drug dealer and they can feel completely open talking to me. It's nothing for me to sit down and make a stripper feel welcome. You know, like she won't feel bad around me. And I love that. I want people. You don't want them to feel intimidated. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want people to feel comfortable around me. I want them to feel vulnerable around me. I want them to feel like they can be themselves. I have friends that are homosexuals. And I mean, it's a lot of people that I go to church with that condemns it every single day. And even though I don't agree with the lifestyle, I feel like you should hate the sin, but love the sinner. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just love the fact that people that would not think twice about going to church are okay with coming to me to still try to get connected to God. You know what I mean? That means a lot. That's a blessing. That's definitely a blessing. Yes. Because I can think about like, even when I see certain people who are, mm-hmm. you know, they in the same position that we they had the same platform, but I feel like the way they portray their lifestyle mm-hmm. is intimidating because it's like a person who's not a believer yet or they're mm-hmm. not saved yet and they're like completely in the world and of the world, like they look at this type of person, they like, that's like a complete complete yeah. turnaround from who I am now. I can never be like that. You know, right. I can never be perfect because they put on this perfect life, but it's like, no, like you want people to be able to identify and relate to you right? so they can feel like I can do that one day. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like she's still enjoying her life. She's mm-hmm. still dressed nice. She's still, she not all uppity or she feel like, mm-hmm. oh, she too good to hang around people who are just not on the same level as her or whatever. Like I yeah. would never want anyone to be intimidated like you said you want people to be able to come to you and have conversations Absolutely. like people talk to me about anything and yes. everything and that's like, a good feeling and i love that it's a burden and a blessing because like everybody comes to you and then yeah. i know you said that before it's like but well, who do you go to because everybody yeah. will look at you as strength but at the same time it's just good to know that god trusts us that much to send his yeah. sheet to yeah. us you know what i mean so yeah. it's a good feeling so you can define like, cause one thing that I love about my church and my pastor is that mm-hmm. he always preach about relationship versus religion, mm. because I feel like a lot of people they're pushed away or turned away from wanting to be a Christian because of the religion aspect, religious aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I kind of stopped doing all of this stuff, and it's like, no, like. Build a prayer life, you know, like build a relationship with God first mm-hmm. and let him convict you to not to take the desire away to do certain things. You cannot Absolutely. just come and think you about to just quit everything and just be this person now. Like it's so important that we are building a relationship for ourselves, mm-hmm. seeking it for ourselves and not just because we feel like, oh, this is what we got to do or what we should be doing. Like, right. We should be going with the expectation of having that relationship because just being religious is not going to get you that grace and that favor and those Mm -hmm. blessings and that peace but that relationship and that connection that's Mm -hmm. what's going to give you those things absolutely so like how do you how would you define that like and trying to like balance the difference and the importance of being able to separate the difference. To be honest, I want to get away from religion because I feel like it's starting to get a bad rap. I'd rather just call it discipleship. Just be a disciple, be a believer. Yeah. But religion, it has too many traditions, too many rules, yes. too many opinions that 
are not even in the Bible. It's stuff that people thought of long ago and they just continued it, but it's not in the Bible. Like sometimes I'm in church or sometimes I'm visiting churches and I see them doing certain things certain ways. And I understand that every church should have like church etiquette, I guess you should say, but some things I just don't agree with. You know what I mean? So I think it's about us getting away from what religion is saying and just really getting into the Bible and getting to know God for ourselves and getting to know what the word says for ourselves. Because many times we hear like a pastor or a preacher say something. And unfortunately, what they're saying is not in the Bible. That's why you got to study to show yourself approved. You know what I mean? So just because of exactly you got to gain the knowledge for yourself. So I think it's just about us really getting into the word for ourselves and not being dependent upon man to teach it for us because some of these men and women are out here just teaching it wrong. And it's yeah. having people. I mean, it's a lot of people leaving church. It's a lot of people converting. It's a lot of people that are atheists now. Yes. It's a lot of people that grew people up in, in church. church. Yes, yeah. they grew up in church, had to go faithfully every Sunday as kids. And they will not step foot in the church today. So, and see, that's how I was. And I say that all the time. Like, my, grandpa- my grandparents raised me. They adopted mm-hmm. me when I was 13. And my grandfather has literally been a pastor my entire life, my mother's, his, basically his whole life. So mm-hmm. I remember being three years old, he had a church in the basement before he got his building. So oh, it was wow. like, we was going to church on Sundays, Tuesdays, th- yes, Thursday Bible girl. study, <laughs> choir rehearsal. Like It was like I lived in the church from yes. the time I was a kid all the way up until I was old enough to make my own decisions. When I turned like 17, my grandpa was pretty much like, y'all have the odd choice. If you don't want to go to church no more, you don't have to. I was like, oh, I'm out. Yep. Like, I didn't want to go anymore just because I feel like the image that I seen and going all of that time, it just what I didn't feel a connection yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how they be like, the preacher kids, like, them be the worst kids. Like, we yep. was literally <laughs> the worst kids. But it wasn't until... I had, like, spiritual encounters and just different things, like, over my life, like, mm-hmm. that I knew that only God could do. And that's what pulled me back because mm-hmm. I went and got to understand it for myself, not because it was forced on me my whole life. Right. Like, it took me leaving for yeah. four or five years not going mm-hmm. to happen to come back. Like, I want to build an understanding for myself, mm-hmm. not just, you know, what everybody else is telling me. And something that just dropped in my spirit don't don't get me wrong. Like just because you get saved and just because you become a Christian, that mm-hmm. does not mean your life is like life is just like going to turn turn completely around and everything's just gonna be so amazing. No, everything's I gonna feel be like, so great. Girl, I feel like things get worse sometimes when you first yeah. convert because I mean. The enemy is mad. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't want you to have that connection. He doesn't want you to find out about God. He doesn't want you to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. So he's going to send every attack, every weapon your way possible to get you to be like, no, I'm good. Like, it's too much. I'm good where I am. So I definitely feel like that. I just feel like now it's it's having faith. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all about the faith that you have. And it's about not looking at what your circumstances look like it's about remembering what god promised you so if we can really get to that and get back to having strong faith and not looking at our situations not looking at what we go through not looking at what life throws at us and we just really turn to god like listen god i surrender i give it to you handle it i feel like we'll be okay but i I definitely think that christians need to understand that or like even like babies in christ need to understand that 
just because you get saved, that does not mean that life is going it to is go. Not. You no. really, it's like really, you go through more. You yeah. go through a lot because you really changing your your life around. You losing friendships. You exactly, know? Like you lose, it's a transition. It's a transition, and transitions hurt sometimes. They like do. it's not Very always painful. a beautiful thing. How people make it seem to be. No, it hurts. It definitely it hurts. hurts. When you have, it's like you have to make so many different sacrifices and, mm-hmm. you know, be obedient to different things. Definitely when you really tap in and then, like, mm-hmm. God start giving you visions and, you know, you tapping in on spiritual gifts. Like, mm-hmm. that's like the next level of it. And I feel like for me, that's what always kept me back because, like, I really have a spiritual gift. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like when I just started knowing things and didn't know how I was knowing it or, like, God right. just wake me up at 6 o'clock in the morning and tell me to call and pray for somebody and they really on the verge of a breakdown and I That's don't know how, how I know. It's like I knew then, like, come on now. Like, yeah, the it's world, no yeah, it's no coincidence. Like, yeah. the world take all of these different things. Like, oh, we have psychics and all of this stuff. No, they really got a gift of prophetic, but they using it for the devil and yeah. not for God. So we don't understand that. And yep. it's like... We really got to look at the world and the things that are happening. It's all in the Bible. It's Bible prophecy. It's Bible it's prophecy. prophecy. So it's like, I don't, yeah. I, one thing I won't do is like sit and argue about somebody about mm-hmm. their beliefs and if they don't believe, but it's like, it's so evident. And yeah. it's like the things and the quotes and stuff that people say in the world, I'm like, all this stuff is in the Bible. Y'all just it's taking Bible. the scriptures out yeah, of it. Or like how, have you, I know you see now how people are saying the universe, the universe, the exactly. universe. I hate that. So I that hate gets that, under bro. my skin. Like the universe will send you this or the universe will be, I know. Like, well, who no. created the universe? God, exactly. So why like, do you, you not know? Like, Thank you. And that's been bothering me. That has does, been bothering me. And I'm like, we really got to stop doing this. But I feel like the closer that we get to the end or like, you know, the closer that we get to the last days, the worse it's going to get because it's yeah. Bible prophecy. So the things that are happening now, how people are denouncing God, how people talk about God, like it's nothing like it's, you know, completely fake. It's Bible prophecy. And then, I mean, being a believer is a decision. God yeah. never said you have to. It's not forced this is you, a, yeah. This is a choice. You do not have to do this. You can be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a Muslim, you can do that. If you want to be an atheist, you can do that. But you just have to be ready for the, you know, for the eternal consequences that are going to come with the decisions that you make while you are here on earth. So that's, that's really bad. what it is. That's, That's really what it is. It's like it's all just happening. It be blowing my mind. Like, how don't y'all see this? Like, yes. How don't y'all yes. see this? I think I think what it is is people hear about God and, you know, people may go to church once a week, but people really don't know the word for themselves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So people go and listen to, like, what the pastor has to say on Sunday, and that'll be it. And I feel like if we really study more, if we really study, like, the history of the Bible, context, things that really happen, it will make more sense and I even feel like more pastors should talk about it like what's going on in the world today I feel like a lot of pastors are giving like motivational messages now Mm -hmm. and self-help messages and I think we have enough of that you know it's the difference between a preacher and a motivational speaker and I feel like a lot of pastors today are scaring away from talking about God's wrath the real stuff the real stuff because they don't want to lose members but it's like you you got to speak truth because the bible says that if you see somebody doing wrong or if you see somebody sinning and you don't help them then that person blood is on your hands so how many pastors are preaching every Sunday about God's getting ready to give you this car and God's getting but no what about the fact that they 
out here living life how they want to live. God exactly. not about to reward them or give them nothing. Like, exactly. no. I feel like thing, we got like, to tell don't, the truth. Don't get, like, a lot of people are acting like they're being blessed, but really they just being... They're doing the devil's they're work. They're doing the devil's and work. And the devil rewards his work. Absolutely. Exactly. You got to have so. discernment to know which is which and what's coming from what. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like that's what me, that's what I want to do, is really talk about... God's wrath more and of course I don't want to do it to scare people away but I just want to help people come to the truth so I don't like preaching about you know I think God you gonna get a check in the mail or you know God's gonna upgrade your house because I just don't happen for me okay (laughs) (laughs) I just been following like it's then the thing about it is it's like the Bible says like he'll give you the desires of your heart Mm -hmm. in exchange for something. So like we want all of this stuff. Like, and I, I kind of talked about this, like maybe a couple of weeks ago with my friends. Um, It's like, we want, we expect so much from God, right? Like Mm -hmm. we want all these blessings. We want him to do all of this stuff for us, but it's like, we're not giving him anything. Mm -hmm. We won't even pray or we won't even. Right. Or we'll only pray when we need something. Exactly. And it's like, if you only giving him 50%, you tying up your other 50% of blessings and that grace and that favor. But like, just think about it. Like if you was to really give it your all and like mm-hmm. give him that hundred percent like the return on your life would be yeah. crazy. crazy like and that's what i think i think a lot of people pray and just think that you know just because you pray god is just gonna do it right then and there and what people don't understand is that faith without works is dead I so you have to be definitely. willing to work for what you pray for so even if you ask god for a new job if you're not out filling out job applications why do you think yeah. He's gonna just like. What do you think? He's just gonna send a recruiter to your door? Like, like no, that's not gonna that. happen. <laughs> you have to put some work in. And it's like I think the reason behind it is because you value what you work for. So when you yeah. get it, it's yours to keep. You get what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of people today just they just pray for crazy stuff and they're not willing to work for it or they're not willing yeah. to sacrifice nothing for it. They just want it. They want it. Right when they ask for it, and then they get mad at God when He don't yeah. give it to them. You know what I'm saying? And so. I feel like it's a lot of that stuff going. That, a lot of that going on too, like us being, you know, angry at God for certain things, like mm-hmm. when things happen. Cause that's like with me. Like for a very long time, I questioned a lot about mm-hmm. my belief, just because I had a really rough childhood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. My dad dying when I was younger. I had a little brother that was 17. He got killed in a car accident. It's like when mm-hmm. things like that happen, that's when your faith and your belief is get rocky. Because yep. you're like, well, God, if you are real there, if you really love me, why, why would you, would let, you this let, happen? let this happen to me? And it's like sometimes we don't understand is that whether you in the world or whether you're a Christian, like life is still going to happen. Mm-hmm. But when I say I walked in my little brother's funeral, and when I, I didn't shed one tear, like it was like, it was some type of peace or just something that God Are gave you me. Serious? Yes. Wow. And when I say when I first got the news, I was like distraught. Like I just could not believe it. And like that was in the very beginning when I first got saved. Yeah. So I was like, this was probably like my first test. And mm-hmm. at the time, I'm like, dang God, like I'm doing everything right, you know. Why like, would you let it happen? And then he's like the perfect kid. He ain't in the streets. Like it just was so far fetched that this happened to him. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Okay, whether I was saved or not, his fate was his fate. It could have mm-hmm. still happened. You know what I'm saying? But it's like mm-hmm. now I had the tools inside of me, and I had that connection with God to be mm-hmm. able to pray myself through that situation mm-hmm. to the point I didn't, I, you know, like I won't say that it didn't hurt me, or but I promise you, like, I really had peace about it. Yeah. And that's like something that you cannot get in the world. Yeah. Like it's, at all. It comes from God for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I know amazing. he then gave me some supernatural power because I don't yeah. know. Like some days, I don't know how I do it. Like 
I have such a heavy load, you know, just being a mentor, being a mother, like being, Mm -hmm. you know, this motivator and, you know, having a business and trying to just wear all of these different hats on top Mm -hmm. of having to inspire people. Anybody that come to me for prayer or for advice, like I have to stop and and constantly pour out and pour out and pour out. It's like, Mm -hmm. I do not know what I would do if I did not have a a prayer life or a relationship. Like. That's how I felt yesterday. Like that that's a perfect example because yesterday I had to preach. I preached at a church um yesterday morning. I left. I went to church on my own. After that, I had to preach at an evening service at six o'clock. After that, I had to do a candlelight. After that, I had to do something else. And I was so tired. And I'm like, this got to be God's strength. Because <laughs> me in the flesh, I would have went somewhere and took a nap. Like, look, I got to yes. cancel. I'm sorry. I can't do it. But God will really give you strength. Even like my pastor, Pastor Kenlock, that man preaches nine times in one day, 14 times a week. And he is a father. He is a husband. He is somebody's friend. He's somebody's brother. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I look at people like him and I'm like, bro, it's no way you're doing that on your own. And you in your 40s, like I know you are exhausted. He's getting up early. 4, 6 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. sometimes, up at the church working. He has to do funerals for people. Mm-hmm. When people are dying at 2 and 3 in the morning, he has to get up, go to the hospital to pray mm-hmm. for them, go back home, get back up, go to the church and work. So it's just like, wow, for you to be able to do all that and do it without complaining, with a smile on your face, that's God, for sure. That's definitely God. That's and God. I was sitting, oh, my God, I was, um, what was I listening to? I was listening to uh, Mike Ty. He, mm-hmm. like, one of my favorite I love him. Did you see the building he just got? No, I he didn't. He just got a new building. Um, It's called like the Spirit Center or something. It's like an event it. center. You got to go really? look on his Instagram. I'm it's amazing. Yes. I was listening to him um, the other night, and he was talking about um, he had a sermon in Houston, mm-hmm. and he was talking about um, peace under pressure, mm-hmm. right? And when he was explaining, like, peace and how we get peace from God like he said when he got there that morning or maybe like the week before or something they found out that his son has autism mm. right he said he's three and a half years old never spoke a word and this man is like an advocate for God for real yeah, for real like, like this Michael is the Ty same is thing legit, yeah man like he he real with it yeah. and it's like he the way he just was expressing it like you know this is something that God still gave to me because how can I come before y'all and be like, oh, you got to have peace under pressure? Because he had to give me a test first. Like, are you st- are you going to live by what you're speaking on? And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the thing that's so hard. That's why we are tested so much as believers. Mm-hmm. Because definitely when we have platforms and we have to speak to people, and we have to talk to people, it's like, yeah, we'll be like, no, no, no. I'm not going to let you go out there and be no hypocrite. I'm going to make sure that you believe yeah. and you walk in what you're talking about. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, th- that's why purpose is something that's so important to me and that's why I'm so excited about this perfect purpose expo because it's like finding your purpose in God you know and finding that passion and that reason that you have for living it makes so much make sense Mm -hmm. like I had to go through all of those things in my life I had to go through losing a parent I had to go through you know feeling neglected and Mm -hmm. you know dealing with abuse I had to go through all of those things to find my purpose to Mm -hmm. be able to be like look I overcame something, you can, you do, can it do it too. too. But Absolutely. if I never overcame anything, how can I talk about being an overcomer? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I never been hurt or if I never, you know, experienced loss, how can I tell somebody that it's a mm-hmm. light at the end of the tunnel if I never experienced darkness? Right. 
So, Absolutely. like, that's why we are being tested so much, I believe, as believers, because mm-hmm. God wants us to be able to come out on the other side and talk about those stories mm-hmm. in confidence because we've, we've been there firsthand. Yes. And I know for a fact that it is some tests that I have failed oh, badly. Me like, me and too. I know I failed like after it's too late. And I'm like, God. Lord, give me another chance. Like, give me another chance to prove myself. And I think that's a part of it, too, understanding that failing teaches you a lot about yourself and a lot about what you need to work on, and it'll humble you. Because it's some tests that I know that God gave me that I did not pass that humbled me, and it taught me about my weaknesses and what I needed to work on. Like, I had to come to the, you know, to Griff said, like, I'm a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things at the last minute. Like, I lack consistency. I can start Same. something and not finish it. You know what I mean? And Same. that really, really bothers me. But the fact that I fail at some things that I know God has given me, it's given me an opportunity to discover what my weaknesses are and work on them That's now good. to develop them that way when That's the next good. test comes around we gonna be ready you know what i'm you saying you are like so, so wise beyond your years <laughs> it's crazy like you are 21 yes bro. girl like, these 21 year old girls right now like yes come on now yes. we, we know what they're doing mm-hmm. so that i just feel like that's so admirable though you know mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing that you found out so early because some people find out so late, late and it's not yes. a cap on it you know what i'm saying it's not like a time limit like you can find mm-hmm. out young you can find out older but it's like i feel like if i had people telling me when i was younger like you know try to figure out what your purpose is you know mm-hmm. like build a relationship with god yes. like if i had somebody telling me this stuff younger i feel like i would have not i would have avoided a lot of failed tests mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like that's why I like having these type of conversations mm-hmm. and being able to just let people know, like, it's definitely an, another way. Yeah, to do life. Like, you don't have to go by what you're seeing everybody else doing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to ride every wave. Stuff dies out, stuff dies down. What's popular right now won't be popular next year. So, like, find your own wave, ride your own wave, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that I had to realize, too, because... It, I mean, of course, like, I'll be scrolling down Instagram, and I'll even be seeing some of my friends out. And I'll be like, dang, why y'all ain't call me? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell me, it's like, because we at Annex. We didn't call you because we knew you wasn't coming to the club. And it's yeah. like, dang, sometimes I do wish I could just go out. Or, like, yeah. sometimes I see my friends at Ace of Spades. Like, let's be mm-hmm. real. And I'm like, dang, it do look kind of fun. But, like I said earlier, everything that look good is not good. And, and it's like, true. I'm not going to compromise five minutes for my name, for my reputation. Yeah. Like, imagine what people would say if I if they was to see me in Ace of Spades. Like, how would that look as a <laughs> as a preacher? You know what I'm saying? I feel right. like when you when you are a public figure, you shouldn't even give people the room to have something to say. So like that's what yeah. I work on, not even giving people the room to have anything to say. So it's yeah. like even when I'm out in public, no, I don't want to have a drink. Even if I'm going out to a restaurant, nope, I'm good. I don't need no, I don't need anything because it's like you never know who's gonna walk exactly. by yeah. and who's gonna get the wrong idea of you. So it's like I don't, I don't want to go to no hookah bars. Leave me out of. And then it. it's crazy because like <laughs> I, like I, I can just be transparent and be honest. Like mm-hmm. I've went through a lot of phases throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, like me being saved, where I'll have a couple of months, or I'll have a summer where. I'm back hanging out or I'm back Girl, drinking. yes. And it's like, yes. those are really r- real a real place. Like, mm-hmm. don't think just because, you know, you get saved that mm-hmm. overnight you just become a different person. Like, Absolutely. no. But what I realized is that me slip, slipping back into that, not only did it cause certain problems and certain mm-hmm. things to come into my life, but 
it just reminded me that you really not missing nothing. Mm-hmm. Because not yeah, after anything. I go out a couple times, I was like, this not even fun. Yeah. For like, is this, y'all doing the same thing we was doing years, years ago, ago. So it's, it's really not fun. not fun. It's like at this point, I'm just doing it just because I'm bored. Yeah, like I had got into a trap where like even, um, you know, after I had got saved, I had never drank before. And so I just wanted to, you know, what it felt like to get drunk. Like I just wanted to know. And so I ended up doing it, girl. And like, I'm not going to lie. The first time I did it, it was fun. And I feel like that's how the enemy against you, girl. Like, mm-hmm. it was so fun. And so I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to do this, you know. But I'm, I ain't going to do it a lot. I'm going to do it here and there. And that's what messes you up. Just because you're doing it here and there, yeah. no. You got to learn how to cut stuff out, period. Yeah. And I was doing it. And then my friends started, like, looking at me different. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they would come to me for help and for advice and, you know, to be, like, a support system to them. Yeah. But I I don't know a nice way to say it, but I had stooped myself down to their level. That's so right. they was looking at me like, you out here doing the same stuff we doing and you supposed to be a preacher, so you can't help us. And so I'm like, I got to stop this. Like, it's not yeah. cool. You can't be a hypocrite. That's you can't conviction. do this Do you hear private. what you're saying right now? Yes. Like, that's conviction. Yeah, I was convicted. That's conviction. Convicted. And that feeling is so real, mm-hmm. like... What I promise you, like every time I would go home, I'd wake up the next day like, why did I? Why did that? I do that? Like that like, was why just did so I drink pointless, that? right? It was I didn't even... need that in a home. <laughs> why would I do exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it'd be so hard. But it's yes. like just the fact that we have that conscience, mm-hmm. conscience, and have that mm-hmm. um, conviction, mm-hmm. it just shows a lot. And it's like some people just doing this every day, and they don't see yeah. nothing wrong with her. They don't even feel like. Oh, you know, this is not what That's I'm just what to be they doing. do. Like I know I have friends that drink liquor like it's water. Like it's crazy. Like I'm afraid for their well being. But that's because, because people <laughs> are looking for peace and looking mm-hmm. for in the wrong places. Like, yes, in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I just I always just go back to when I first got saved. Like I had went two full years without drinking nothing without mm-hmm. going nowhere and it was like I, that was the happiest I had ever been in my life and mm-hmm. I didn't need nothing to make me feel like that but the peace that I had and it's mm-hmm. like we got to understand that all of those things are just you know fillers mm-hmm. you know for like the what we really missing and we really empty inside so that's mm-hmm. why we drinking that's why you know you're doing this and you're doing this all the time mm-hmm. and you, you lack attention or you lack you know self-confidence or you lack love or you lack all of these different things so mm-hmm. you're searching for something to make you feel some type of way and mm-hmm. it's like none of that is healthy for while real. you're talking about that i don't know why this word just dropped on me while you're talking about that while we're on this topic can you talk about the, I know it's supposed to be you talking to me, but can you talk about the importance of being celibate and like how a lot of times, I mean, I know for like a lot of women, they'll go out trying to find something yeah. in a man and they'll end up getting hurt or getting, you know, broken. Yeah. And now they posting on Instagram at three in the morning these sad quotes. Yes. So can you talk about the importance of being celibate and how soul ties can damage you or, you know, what they can do to your spirit what they can do to your self-esteem. Because I think a lot of people deal with that, too. It's not just the drinking and the smoking and the yeah. partying. But a lot of people try to sex it away. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. So this is a, t- this is a touchy topic mm-hmm. without me being – I got to be transparent. So, um, when I, so when I first got saved, I went – I was three years abstinence, right? Mm-hmm. Absent or celibate. It's the mm-hmm. difference between being abstinent and, and celibate. being celibate. Right. So it's one of them you are making a – um, 
vow to God mm-hmm. to remain pure until you get married. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, oh, you just withdrawing because you may not be dating or you may not have, you know. Okay. It's a, it's a difference. So I have made a vow before God mm-hmm. that I will remain pure until married, till I was married, which I did not. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, it's a reason why God set these rules in motion, mm-hmm. right? Even if you're not saved and you take God out of it, if you think about what happens when you become sexual with somebody, like those soul ties and like just Girl. somebody that's not your husband, you know what yes. I'm saying? Somebody that you're not supposed to be with because now it's like if y'all, if something crazy or drastic happened after a month and you're no longer with this person, like that does something to, to your you. spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's like it does something to you. And we worry about these heartbreaks and stuff. No, that's a soul tie. Half the time we don't even really love these people. Mm-hmm. Half the time we're not even spiritually connected with these people, but we had a physical interaction. We had mm-hmm. sex with this person. So we don't even know that now they deposited something into us and we deposited something back into them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you ever wonder, like you see somebody that you slept with 10 years ago and you see them and you feel some type of way Mm -hmm. that's a soul tie like I don't like you you're not even cute to me no more so why am I feeling this type of way it's like (laughs) that's a real thing and it's like we don't understand that just what it it does to us you know like emotionally Mm -hmm. spiritually like if we just take sex out of the equation completely Mm -hmm. we realize that a lot of people don't even have nothing to offer to us anyways girl and that's facts. And the reason why I say that is because, like, when it comes to being physical with somebody, if you have sex with somebody, you start, like, I feel like sex is, like, it make you blind, kind of. It makes you blind like, to who they really yes, are. Yes, and it's like, that. then as, they got this thing, this makeup mm-hmm. sex stuff. So, like, this person can do a billion things to you. You know this is not the person for you. But if the sex good, you're going to keep going you're back. You're going to keep going back. And it's like you ignore, completely ignoring the fact mm-hmm. that you don't see no future with this person. Yeah. They're not doing nothing for you emotionally, mentally. Spiritually, they're, they're doing nothing for you. But yeah. since you, this flesh and this physical part of y'all, mm-hmm. since you enjoy it so much, that's the thing that's keeping you bonded to that situation. But if you cut that off completely, it'll be a lot easier mm-hmm. for you to see people for who they truly are. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to just take it out of the equation. Like Even if, like for my people who are not believers or who are not saved, it's like just w- don't have sex with somebody and just yeah. look at them for who they truly are. And yeah. I guarantee you, you will start seeing, so- looking at people totally different. Yeah, you're going to be looking at them like they ugly. Totally different, <laughs> right? And it's like, yep. no, like, I'm, it don't even be worth it for real. Because it's like, what can you really offer mm-hmm. me? Like, It's not worth the emotional damage it's that, that it's going to bring you. And I feel like a lot of times it's women who, not going to say that, you know, men don't deal with it. Yeah. But I feel like for majority it's women that deal with so much emotional damage. Yeah. And you see all these pages promoting, you know, self-love and yeah. let that man go and toxic relationships because so many women have lost themselves yeah. trying to find a man or trying to keep a and man or to keep set. Because yeah. really, it's like, we're really, if I can just be honest, it's like, we really doing it for them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not really for us. We feel like this is what we have to do to keep them or this mm-hmm. is what we have to do to please them or to whatever. And it's like, no, like, we're the, we're the ones. We're the prize. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not she who finds a husband. It's he who finds a wife. Right. So if a man loves you and he sees a future with you, he'll wait. Mm-hmm. He'll wait for you. And that'll be the last thing on his mind. Because just because you're trying to figure out if I see a future with you, the right mm-hmm. man for you is going to be like, I want to know if I can have a future with you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to not only build ourselves up and 
you know, ask ourselves, what do we really want? Mm -hmm. Do you just want a a summer fling? You want to have a hot girl summer and Mm -hmm. deal with all these different guys? And then when winter comes, you lonely and you, like, you posting relationship goals? Like, no, it's like... Mm -hmm. And I think that women need to be more comfortable with being single. Like, stop looking at being single like it's a bad thing. Like, it's not. It it can be fun if you create it to be fun. But a lot of women treat it like it's God punishing them. You know what I'm saying? And it's not. And I feel like when you look at it like that, you're going to have to wait longer and longer. Because you have to learn how to enjoy your own company. You got to learn how to be by yourself. And I think that's what a lot of women need to realize. Like, you don't need a man to make you whole. God already made you. we need to find ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely if you want to be a wife one day, it's just like, you have to be going through... And doing self-evaluation and mm-hmm. healing from things. Healing from things from your past. Like, whether you have daddy issues or, you know, mm-hmm. your mom not being around or you seeing your that mom being you. with different guys and stuff. And it's yeah. like, now you're doing the same thing. Like, those be generational curses yeah, and generational patterns. Exactly. Cycles. And it's like, you really have to just know, like, I don't want this for my life. And that's what it was for me. I'm like, I know I'm a prize. Mm-hmm. And I have that much confidence in, confidence in what I have to, to offer wait. as a woman. You know, mm-hmm. to be like, no, like, I'm going to make you wait. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. feel like you want a real chance with me, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to build something completely different. Yeah, And you like, just have to respect that. And if you don't, then you, you're not the person for me. Absolutely. And at first, like, when I tell you, I didn't even think soul ties was a real thing. Until it happened to me, girl. And, like, I thought that... I thought people used to be dramatic about it. And when I went through it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? I never want this to happen again. (laughs) God, when you get me out of this, you don't even got to worry. I'm not ever until I'm, like, ever. You don't have to worry. That was the worst time of my life. And because I was so young, so I didn't have much wisdom you know what I mean like I was just kind of out here free balling doing my own thing and I felt like I didn't I couldn't talk to a lot of people because like I'm this girl in ministry so I can't just vent to everybody because yeah. people look at you different you know what I mean so like oh she doing this or yeah she doing that. and exactly. it's hard that's what I'm, it's hard but it's more it's way better when we just be transparent I'm mm-hmm. actually glad that you just asked me that question because it's definitely something it's definitely something that I had to battle with mm-hmm. you know and that's why like I kind of steer away from that conversation okay definitely when it comes to me mentoring my teenagers because it's like I don't ever want to tell them something that I'm not living by right that's just how I am and like I was talking to my pastor like I even told my pastor about it when it happened because I just feel like I'm authentically myself Mm -hmm. I'll never try to portray to the world to be somebody that I'm not Mm -hmm. and if I'm struggling with something I'm gonna talk to somebody about it Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because we are all humans you know like everybody's seeing everybody falls short sometimes but it's like it's what you do after that to try to to make it back because the thing about it is a lot of people are going to pretend like they're not doing nothing wrong and they're just living a sin-free life but it's like no like I don't want nobody trying to preach nothing to me that they're not living in right now. That's why I can't, like, I can't hang around people who act perfect because I'm not, like, I'm far from it. I'm definitely not. It's a lot of of people, even in church, that I can't be around because they just do too much. And I'm like, look. And it's like, you're not even really like that, for real. Like, girl, you know what you be doing. Right, it be an image. Yeah, like, like, you're trying to set this image. That's why I love, like, being who I am, being myself, like, I I feel like it's okay. I feel like it's okay to have a balanced lifestyle. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be out here listening to Kirk Franklin every single day. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I am. Because some days I'm going to turn on peasy. And (laughs) who's going to say what? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's 
Yeah, free peasy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm going to listen to Lil Baby. And I don't feel yeah. like that's sending me to hell. You get what I'm saying? I feel like people need to hear that. Like, okay. She's true. a preacher. And she's still turning on. You know what I'm saying? Peasy. Exactly. Like, what? So, and I feel like Because you still yeah. can't. Like, please show me in the Bible where it say that you cannot listen to this. Music. Yes. And then another thing about it. Like, I was talking to one of um, my close friends. She also just recently started her spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how um, she had went, like, out of town or something. And, like, she been, like, consistent with, you know, her, her you know, being saved for, like, mm-hmm. a year now. So she said when she went out of town, she just had on, like, a little two-piece swimming suit, and she, like, posted a picture on Instagram. And she, mm-hmm. like, oh, they, my, she, like, people just went off on me. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be dressing like that. And it, like, mm-hmm. bro, it's 100 degrees on an island. Like, what am do, I supposed die? to have? Bro, like, <laughs> trying to be to the, safe. <laughs> exactly. Like, point me to the um the church girl swimwear then. Yes. Do they even have that? Like, why do everybody feel like you got to look a certain sw- type of way? Or you got to mm-hmm. do this, and you got to do that. that like, Take that off, yep. like you, like please. This world yeah. is just so bad. Like y'all worried about the wrong stuff. Y'all worried about what I got on, mm-hmm. and like people was out here lost. Yes, and I'm trying Dying. to save souls. Yes, why does it matter what if, I have? You trying to argue with me under my comments? Like no, no, shut it down. No, <sighs> this world is just so crazy. <laughs> Pray, it's just so crazy. Pray for our world. That and that's what it is. It's like yeah. I just look. I look at certain stuff, and it's like mm-hmm. even on the days where I slip up or I do things that. You know, um, coincide with mm-hmm. what what I know and true in my heart and believe mm-hmm. how I'm supposed to be. I still see things in other people like I would never do this. Mm-hmm. I could never do this, and it's like you do the littlest things, and they be like, "Oh, they they, they the church ready to nail you to the cross," like because I Girl. wear a two piece swimming suit, mm-hmm. and there's people out here doing this and this and that, like, and you not worried about them, like, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be trying to save some souls or something, like? Yep. It's, it's just so sad. Yeah, girl, yeah. I get that for sure. Like, I didn't have people at church tell me that my skirt was too short when it was at my knees. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to come in here next Sunday with something dragging off the floor. Like, people are judgmental, and that's that's the problem. That's why a lot of people are leaving church because they don't want to be judged. But you know what? I heard judged. a quote. I, I read a quote, and it was like, um, people hating you what they don't have, what they're missing inside of them. Mm, wow, that's deep. And that's deep, and it's, it made so much sense because it's like half the time it's not even you, and it's not even them. Yeah. Like well, that scripture, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, like that's real, spirits. and it's like yeah. people see stuff in you and they're intimidated by your light, and mm-hmm. really they want to be like you, and they want to know how you do it, mm-hmm. and they want to do it just how you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like instead of them just being like, how do you do it? It's they like, just why jealous. you doing that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's just, it's sickening. Like, I remember when I first, like, even started my organization, like, I was so humble because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I reached out to people that I felt like were great. And, and they, they wasn't. And they wasn't. They yeah. was just, like, so arrogant and so cocky. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to talk to me about nothing. They didn't want to give me no advice. advice and I'm like, okay, help. well, I'm going to figure this out on my yeah. own. Yeah. And it's so funny because I really believe that the people that you go to for help that don't help you, one day they're going to need help from you. And it's going to humble them. So the same people that you reached out to, don't even trip on it. Yeah. They're going to be coming back for you one day. Watch. Yeah. And that's why Watch. I just always try to, not even try, like I feel like I'm super humble, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm 
I'm super approachable. You know, yeah. like I will talk to anybody about anything. People who DM me, like I get a lot of DMs, as I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I get tired, but I remember like um, one of my mentors had to just tell me like go to sleep. Like I will be up until five o'clock in the morning replying trying to respond to people because I don't want nobody to be like, oh, I asked Kelsey to pray for me and she left me on red. Like mm-hmm. I don't want because I I know what it feel like to reach out to somebody and need that help and yeah. people just kind of push you off and push you away. It's like I'm not gonna lie. With that, though, that's one thing I struggle with, like, trying to respond to everybody and forgetting that we are human, too, and we have to rest because, I mean, 5 in the morning, I'm sure you tired, you up on what you got left, and it's not much. You need that. So you can't even give them everything because you're not even in your right mind. You have sleep. That's one thing that I had to work on. Like, at a certain point, I'm going to rest I might turn on the episode of Martin, take a break, girl, (laughs) and get back to it and not feel bad about it. Because I used to feel so bad at first about not replying to, like, 100 people. But at the same time, when it's just you and 100 people are DMing you long paragraphs, that takes a lot out of you. Like, that's a lot. And I feel like that's, I know, I know for a fact that's something that you (laughs) and I both need to work on. It's understanding that it's okay to rest and take a break because I know we want to do so much and help so many people, but we just got to realize that we're human. I know I need to work on that for sure. I definitely do because I, when I say I exhaust myself, myself, I was on vacation I always be like, yeah, when I take this trip, I'm turning my phone off. I ain't doing Hey, you was on vacation working. Working. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, like, I really don't get to rest. And even yeah. though, like, I'm on a mission and I got, you know, I, I, I got a vision and it's something that I'm really trying to do and trying mm-hmm. to accomplish for the kingdom of God, it's like, mm-hmm. Even it's a God heavy rested, load, but even he, rested. even he rested. Even he rested. So it's he not a bad right. thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. So that's something we got to vow to work on for sure. I'm down to work on that yes. for sure. It's it do get hard sometimes. Cause, yeah, man. But people, whew. and people will make you feel bad. People they will. be like, "Never mind, I got it." Don't, I didn't have like, I didn't have people. This and this <laughs> is so crazy. But I didn't literally had people like block me right uh-huh. from like Instagram and stuff. And then I see them like, "Dang, like why you? I didn't even know you blocked me." And they was like, "Because I was writing you, you didn't respond." And I'm like, "I honestly didn't even see didn't it. Didn't even see it. Yeah." And they just be like, "Dang, like." Yep. That shouldn't just be, yep. it, it just does something to it me. It make you feel bad. It make you feel bad. It does. It make you feel bad for sure. Like, my DMs, Kelsey, like, I, I don't even know how I, I, I have to make posts. Like, if you DM me and I didn't respond, resend it. Because yeah. I probably didn't see it. Because <laughs> when I when I post to, like, send a prayer request or something like that, my DMs go crazy. Like, crazy. And then it's like, I need, I, I need help. I need a support team. You know what I'm and saying? See, that's like, why I need... you're doing this prayer rally. Yes. So make sure y'all come out yes. on su- Sunday, Sunday to August this prayer 18. rally. Yes. Yeah, so... Yes, so. But that's amazing, though. I really love what you are doing in the community. Thank Definitely amongst you. just our young people. They really don't have a lot of role models to mm-hmm. look up to. They don't have. They don't have any light to look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, like and you are really being the light, and that's amazing. You know, Thank you, for you to be so young, it's Pray like for me. I definitely will. I Thank definitely you. will. Um, I think this was amazing. I I will probably just end it like saying. Just find your purpose. You know, like, everybody's walk is going to be different. Everybody um, journey to God or journey to just living a a free life. Like, it's so much freedom in Christ. Like, don't get so caught up on, you know, religion or the way that people stereotype being saved and, you know, going to church. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of stereotypes and it's a lot of, like, bad light being shed on that lifestyle. But Mm -hmm. focus more on the freedom and 
how you'll be able to heal from past traumas and how mm-hmm. you have access to that peace, like that undeniable peace yep. that surpasses all understanding. Yep. Like, you know, just that and being able to just dwell in that place with God and him giving you direction. Like, mm-hmm. I was so lost before I got saved, like, completely lost. Mm-hmm. And it's like ever since I built that relationship, like, I really have somebody walking me through my life. Mm-hmm. Like, every decision that I make is like, this stuff is just popping into my mind. Like, mm-hmm. oh, do this, do that. That's nothing I would have been able to do on my own. Absolutely. And I know that because I know me. Like, I've always been the type of person to just play it safe. Like, yes. I'm getting ready to move to a whole other state. Yes. How like, does that feel? I don't know. It feels crazy. <laughs> it feels crazy. Like, and this is actually something that I was going to um, announce at the event. Mm-hmm. But it's like... It's, it's that leap of faith that I'm taking. And I know that me on my own, I would not have been able to just make that decision. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to just leave my job of five years that I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life at. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have the best benefits. I have all the connections that I need here. And, guys, you telling me to just get up and leave all of this behind? It don't make sense. It don't make it sense. It yeah. don't make sense. And that's the thing. Like, sometimes it can be so scary. But I know that mm-hmm. God has told me to do some crazy things before. And when I did it, the return, it like, the blessing that he gave me for being obedient mm-hmm. was, like, it blew my mind. So I just know that after I get out of this doubt and this fear and once I, I'm taking this leap of faith, I just know that it's about to be something. So yeah. amazing waiting, waiting on the other side on of On the that, other so. side. Something that you can't even, your mind can't even think of yeah it's gonna be something that you you wouldn't even be able to put in thought so be ready i agree so if you don't mind i think we should pray yes i just feel the need to pray like um i want to pray for um some chains to be broken you know salvation um because that's like that's the ultimate that's like the ultimate goal Mm -hmm. above all things is salvation Mm -hmm. and knowing you know where you're going when you leave this earth because we're Mm -hmm. not going to be here forever and while you're here to live a purposeful life you know a a life in christ and a life you know of freedom so Mm -hmm. i kind of want to pray on that do your thing okay (laughs) um father in the name of jesus we come before you right now standing on your word god your word says that we're two or three touching agree and ask anything in your son's name that it shall be done so right now god i pray over each and every believer under the sound of my voice i first of all god want to ask that you will help us to break the chains of religion and walk into relationship i ask lord god that we will break away from tradition and i ask that we would just be able to walk in your word and what your word says for us i believe that there are a lot of people that are walking away from you because of church hurt, because of religion, or because they feel like it's too much. So God, I ask right now that you would just be a lamp upon their feet. I ask that you would guide them and direct them to your word and to the very words that they need to hear to help them to return to you and to come to you. I want to pray right now, Lord God, over anybody that has a relationship with you, but they're struggling with their walk, they're struggling with their faith. I ask right now that they will rekindle the fire that they once had for you. I ask that they will return to you. I ask that you will surround them with believers uh, who love one another who love Christ. I ask, Lord God, that you will surround them, Lord God, with everything that they need, all the tools and the resources that they need, Lord God, to be close to you and to be a disciple. I pray over anybody that is not saved. I ask, Lord God, that while they are still here, that you would give them time, that you would send them signs, that you would send them confirmations. I pray, Lord God, over anybody that is being held back or held up by any kind of chain, whether it be chains of suicidal thoughts, chains of depression, chains of anxiety, chains of fear, chains of stagnation. 
stagnation. I ask right now, Lord God, that every chain will break off of them. And I help. I ask, Lord God, that you will not only help them to be set free, but to stay free. I ask, Lord God, that they will be free from the things that have held them bound, from the things that have held them back. And I ask, Lord God, that they will walk into freedom and they will walk yes. into everything that you have prepared for them. I even thank you for Kelsey, Lord God. I thank you for trusting her with a vision as large as this. I thank you, Lord God, for the, the levels that this podcast is going to go to. I thank you for the millions of people that is going to touch, reach, and inspire. I thank you because I believe that she is setting a foundation for people like her daughter who are looking at her, who are looking up to her. So help her, Lord God, to just be a good example, a good role model, a good leader. And Father, whenever she feels tired, give her rest, give her peace, give her a sound mind. Help her, bless her, and just help her to continue to trust in you and help her to have strong faith in you. As she gets ready to move, just continue to bless her and remind her that she is making the right decision. Send her confirmation, send her peace, and send her guidance. Lord, do all these things and we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ooh, that was good. I feel really good. <laughs> I feel good. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for Thank having me. Thank you for me. coming. Thank you for coming. Yes. Like, this was this was definitely yes, amazing. Girl, I called um, up for work for this. It was so worth it. <laughs> yes, yes. So this Saturday, August 17th, I will be having my very first expo, the yes. Purpose Expo, featuring my one and only, <laughs> the, the one and only, uh, Micaiah Keener, she'll be there as a panelist. And she also has an event the next, the very next day, that's yes. Sunday, um, a prayer rally at Northwest Activity Center. Yep. So that is a, a free event. If you would like to come to my event, um, tickets are on Eventbrite. You can reach out to me on Instagram if you need to, you know, you want a physical ticket. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like if you are looking for your purpose and you're trying to figure out how you can make a step into what you really, you know, want to do in mm-hmm. life. I feel like you need to be in a building. Absolutely. It will be so many resources there. Mental mm-hmm. health. Um, I have one of my friends. She is a mindset coach, a lifestyle coach. She will be there with resources. Um, Motown Motivated Studio, where I record my podcast. They are doing a lot of stuff in the city. They will also have a resource table there. We will be raffling off a free studio session with yes. them, which is amazing. Um, I'll be giving away two free business startups so you'll have a chance to sit down with a business guru and have a consultation and you'll it. always you'll also be able to um to file your 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 articles of incorporation for a nonprofit or a business LLC for mm-hmm. free that'll also be included and just come I mean I have Keon Clinton um Carly Daniel like yes. we have a lot of people a that's about people. to just speak life into you I feel like mm-hmm. you definitely want to be there and you definitely want to come and get prayer the very next day so yes. it's about to be a weekend a full weekend. of purpose it's about to be a great weekend like um and I know I, I put a little bug in the air about me moving that's mm-hmm. probably unexpected I wasn't gonna talk about it yet but um i'll talk more about it at the event um that's the day i'm officially telling everybody and also mm-hmm. next week which i want to say well with the, with the next two episodes we coming to the end of mm-hmm. this season of kicking it with kelsey and the season one i can't believe it yes. came so fast but um i'll definitely have a episode um directed towards this move and what inspired it and it's yeah, we crazy, want to hear y'all. the story. <laughs> it's crazy. We so, want to hear the story behind um, it's it. It's definitely going to be great. But I thank y'all so much for tuning in. As always, if you have any feedback for me, if there's anything you think I could be doing better, if there's any topics you would like for me to talk about, you can um, write me on Instagram, either um, at Kelsey.j or Kicking It With Kelsey. Um, you can email me, kicking it, K-I-W-K, the podcast, at gmail.com. If there are any guests or anything you would like for me to bring on, just please let me know, and I will try to figure 
figure out how I can get them in here. Yes. Um, so like always, just thank you for so much for tuning in. I pray that you receive something out of this, which I know you did because I'm feeling full just Me being too, here. And um, until next time, until um, next session, um, thank you again for tuning in and stay blessed.